and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. Tonight, we're going to dig into the vaults once again until we get some MLW Fusion Alpha next week. Uh, in the meanwhile, we are going to check out MLW Fusion 41 from 2019, the good old days, if you will. But first, before we dig into that nice little batch of nostalgia, we got some news. It looks like member of LAX slash 5150 Slice Boogie has signed a deal with Major League Wrestling. Uh, Slice Boogie and Rivera have uh, have uh, debuted at the previous Battle Riot event along with uh, Conan. Well, Conan didn't debut, but he brought along his new boys with them. Uh, so congratulations to both members of 5150 who both have signed a deal with the company now. Speaking of signings, we got a handful more coming our way, the first of which is former WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor superstar Bobby Fish is coming to MLW. He is coming to the Fightland event. It looks like he's going to be taking part in the Opera Cup tournament, and I must say that the field for this tournament is starting to fill out nicely. So in addition to Bobby Fish, we have Filthy Tom Lawler, Davey Richards, TJP, Calvin Tankman, Matt Cross... And new, uh, new announcements, Lee Moriarty, and most notably, the Motor City Machine Gun, Alex Shelley. And as I said, this field is uh, quite solid. I really can't pick out, you know, a solid winner out of this. Tom Lawler can go for back-to-back uh, -back wins. I mean, you can make arguments for Davey Richards. Strapping the rocket to Calvin Tankman, uh, Alex Shelley's always fun to watch. Uh, this is quite the crew we have here for the uh, Opera Cup, and I'm actually quite excited to see how this turns out. All right, as I said, we don't have any new programming this week uh, as we get ready for Fusion Alpha debuting next week. Uh, so I dug into the vaults once again, found a interesting looking episode from 2019. It is Fusion number 41, Sammy Callahan versus L.A. Park in your main event. Falls count anywhere. Um... We start off the show with a in memorum graphic. Uh, yeah, uh, evidently we lost uh, Dr. Rex Bacchus. And I must say that I am not familiar with this young gentleman. Um, but he did pass away in 2019. Um, he's part of the MLW family. Uh, and evidently, as I pull this up now, uh, passed away from cancer at the age of 35. And, like, that's bloody ridiculous, man. I had not, like, oh, like, you had a choice. Uh, but, man, just to lose someone that young from cancer is just a crime. Uh, so we have an intro graphic for Mr. Dr. Rex Bacchus. Moving on from that, we get a hype video for Sammy Callahan. He is a psycho for hire, and he's started a feud with Selena De La Renta, mostly because he couldn't finish the job on Filthy Tom Lawler. And because of this, Selena brings in L.A. Park, her destroyer, to finish off Callahan and hopefully drive him from Major League Wrestling. 
we get our intro package. We have Tony Schiavone, Rich Pochini. They're hyping up Super Fight in Philly at the 2300 Arena, and they're running down our card for tonight. Looks like we get some super heavyweight action with Ace Romero taking on Barrington Hughes. And, of course, our main event, as I just mentioned like 15 seconds ago, L.A. Park, Sammy Callahan, Falls Count Anywhere. But first, already in the ring, is Vandal Ortegon. I have no clue who that dude is. But he's already in the ring, so that doesn't bode well for him. So let's see what he's uh, going to get squashed by. Coda Brazil. Okay, well... This is uh, probably not going to be a squash match then. No disrespect intended for Mr. Brazil, but he is not known to be the dominating sort of professional wrestler uh, that, you know, wrestles just no-name jobbers in 15-second squash matches. Um, oh, hey! Well, we're not even going to get, like, you know, a proper match out of this. Uh, Mr. Ortegon attacks... Uh, Kodo from behind gets some clubbering in before Kodo sweeps the leg. Aha. And hits two Tope Suicidas and a Tope Con Hello on Mr. Ortegon for being a poor sport. That is what happens, my friends, when you don't show the proper respect in the ring and you decide to attack someone from behind. Everyone knows that if you attack someone from behind in the world of professional wrestling, you have to do it with a steel chair to be effective. Anyway, a Ortegon makes a comeback by snapping the eye patch. Uh, for those of you not aware, Cotto uh, Brazil is now wearing an eye patch. Uh, he had his eye damaged allegedly at a, at a Miami club by Ricky Martinez, um, and so those two are having feud at the moment. But meanwhile, we have this match, and you know Cotto's wearing an eye patch that just got snapped back into his face to allow Ortegon to get on the offense, get some clubbering, get some eye-based offense in there, but it's all for naught because Kodo comes back with multiple German suplexes and a springboard splash for a two-count. We get a Code Red into an octopus hold, which I found to be mildly fascinating, at least in terms of going from one combo to the next. Um, Ortegon gets out of that, though, uh, but not for long. We get a running Shiranui... Standing sheer, well, not quite standing. He did run into it to get that momentum. But a running sheer new, he just didn't use the turnbuckles for your one, two, three. Cota Brazil is your winner. Uh, after the match, though, a wild Ricky Martinez appears and attacks Mr. Brazil, gets in, takes his eye patch as a trophy. Next, we get some footage. Brian Pillman beating Tommy Dreamer in a Singapore cane match. Evidently, he needed a low blow to do it before hitting his uh, variation of the straight jacket neckbreaker. Uh, MLW has Tommy Dreamer on the phone, and Dreamer will accept a challenge anywhere, anytime, any sort of match. He's going to beat some respect into Brian Pillman Jr. Following this, we get our sp super spooberder. Yes, all sorts of flubs that we're not going to edit out of this. Super heavyweight matchup. Barrington Hughes versus AC Romero. And commentary makes several references to, uh, you know, fortifying the ring. Because we nearly have a half ton of weight in this ring going to be bouncing around. Uh, in the meanwhile, 
Uh, we got some picture-in-picture picture action as Barrington Hughes comes to the ring. It's, well, more Barrington Hughes. We get a twofer. Barrington Hughes wandering around the ring, and Barrington Hughes in our picture giving us a little speech about how he is the Caramel Colossus. Anyway, AC Romero comes out. We got a match at hand. Uh, AC attempts some offense, mostly chops and forearms and shoulder tackles, and they really aren't that offensive, uh, you know, effective. His offense is not effective. There we go. Ineffective offense. At least until we get a drop kick. And that seems to make Mr. Hughes rather angry. Uh, not, you know, the big cat Curtis Hughes, but, you know, Barrington Hughes. Showing, trying to show him a little bit of respect. But you know what? Someone who doesn't show Barrington Hughes or AC Romero any respect is Colonel Robert Parker. Who wanders down to the ring and makes a bunch of fat jokes and giggles with glee in between each one of them. Uh, so many fat jokes, tub of lard, pie eating contest references, and hey, look! Look, hey, look, hey, look, hey. It is the Dirty Blondes. Uh, you know, the guys that are managed by Colonel Robert Parker, part of the new stud stable. Uh, they get in and start beating on the rotund gentleman in the ring. Uh, the referee uses his ref bias discretion to turn this into a tag team match, which lasted all of like 15 seconds. We got splashes galore, avalanches in the corner, stereo front slams, squishes, a squash match in the most literal way possible. Your winners, AC Romero, Barrington Hughes, they now has respect for each other because they've been forced to fight off the adversity of bleached hair and Southern gentlemen, and now they're BFFs. You know, speaking of BFFs, let's take a pause for the cause, and I will introduce you to the my new BFFs, you know, the people who pay me, because I am BFFs with anyone who's willing to hand me money. I'll be back in a moment. Check out the sponsors. I'll be back. Now, whether you're someone who works out, or, like me, needs to maintain focus and mental clarity, we could all use a pick-me-up. That's where Ray's energy steps in. With Refresh technology, Raise provides a hydrating, sugar-free boost of energy without the crash some other energy drinks have. You can find out where you can get Raise Energy near you by visiting www.repsports.com. And while you're there, check out the other products that Rep offers, such as pre- and post-workout supplements and snacks. And if you want some extra savings, order online and apply my discount code CASS, that's C-A-S-S, at checkout for 15% off your order. Alright, we are back, and we have Mance Warner coming soon to MLW, and I must say, I miss old Mancer. He was a lot of fun to watch in the company, and it makes me sad that he didn't come back after uh, the relaunch. But, you know, he's still staying busy on the independent scene. You can check out any of his videos if you have one of the multitude of wrestling streaming services out there. Um, so, if you miss him like I do, you know, check those out. But I'm not going to name any of those by name because they don't hand me money. They're not my best friends. Following this, we get a Heart Foundation television segment. Uh, Pillman is uh, noting that there are a lot of fat people in Miami. Teddy Hart, he sees fear in the, in the eyes of the Lucha Brothers. Uh, we have a brief training segment with Teddy Hart's screaming at Pillman to take his protein and run, run, run throughout the hotel. And everything ends with a boop to one of Teddy Hart's many, many cats. And I will say, for me, 
the highlight of this show is the cat boop to the nose because that 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 is wholesome television ladies and gentlemen cat boops Anywho, we come back to a modified Super Fight Control Center. Evidently, it is this Saturday, or at least it'd be this Saturday back in February of 2019. Uh, looks like some matches announced are Filthy Tom Lawler taking on Loki for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship, the Lucha Brothers taking on the Hart Foundation for the MLW Tag Team Championship, DJZ taking on the Young Goat Myron Reed, and Tommy Dreamer and a mystery partner versus Brian Pillman with a mystery partner. Ooh, so mysterious. We cut to backstage with Sammy Callahan, who is upset that he made Selena De La Renta angry. Um... He notes that he made one mistake, just one mistake, and she feels the need to sick the destroyer L.A. Park on him. Well, you know, he enjoys this sort of thing, and he's going to send the destroyer back whence he came. Also backstage, we have Loki in his finest business attire. He congratulates Tom Lawler and references like all the things that Tom has said about Loki, and then makes some cracks about Tom's family, which, of course, is a big no-no. Um, that's okay, though, because come Fightland, or Super Fight, whichever, uh, you know, Loki may take it to the extreme in the 2300 arena. All right, it is time for our main event, baby. It is Sammy Callahan versus L.A. Park, the original La Parka, with Selena De La Renta, of course, in a Falls Count Anywhere match. That's right, Falls Anywhere, in the building, in the city of Miami, I assume on Earth as well. I don't know. Let's just, let's just get nuts. Speaking of nuts, we start this battle off with a chop-off. Uh, eventually, L.A. Park has some choice words for Sammy Callahan because Sammy wears a flak jacket. Uh, Sammy takes off the flak jacket to get another chop. But before that even happens, we get like a pan view of Sammy's chest. And he already has like blood bruises like from the chops with the jacket on. So I'm terrified to see like what will happen once he... Oh, God, it happened. Oh, L.A. Park just chopped the mo out of sammy callahan and callahan is crying i mean i would make fun of that but one you should never make fun of a person expressing their emotions and two dude i don't want to be chopped like that that looked like it hurt man my boobies can't take that i'm just, i'm delicate and it hurt me to watch and i i'm just gonna assume sammy callahan's more delicate than i am despite all the you know, spitting he does into his own hands. Anywho, uh, shoulder tackle by L.A. Park, 4-2. Uh, both gentlemen roll outside, and we has Brawl outside of the ring. A lot of finagling with, like, the guardrail and the, uh, well, we'll call it the furniture. The chairs. The chairs seem to be all stuck together. Um, but we get one torn apart, so Sammy Callahan can sit on that. And then... Crazy 300-pound dude just does a Tope Siocita. That's right, L.A. Park, like 55 years old and pushing 300 pounds, does a Tope Suicida through the ropes into a seated Sammy Callahan. Uh, 
Unfortunately, though, due to the success of this attempt of Tope Suicida, Park tries to do it again, and it doesn't work out as well, because, you know, Sammy saw it coming, and Park now gets to eat a trash can. Fun stuff there. Oh, dear. Let's see. Sammy uses a cookie sheet, uh, gets hit with Leparka's belt, also gets the belt back. Um... L.A. Park launches Callahan into the crowd. We get a suplex on a trash can on the guardrail. Uh, it's definitely not the end of the match, though. Yeah, it's going to take a lot more than that to keep Sammy, Sammy Callahan down. We go backstage. Eventually, the cameras are say, well, let me put it like this. Backstage is ho- now home to Sammy Callahan and L.A. Park brawling. Cameras aren't back there, but eventually security clears it. How nice of them to allow their own cameras into the event. Uh, so we get to see a wee bit of the backstage brawl between Park and Callahan. They go outside and basically wander around the building. Park throws like a like a handful of ice at Callahan while they're outside. Wander back into the ring. Uh, Park rolls Sammy into the ring, like right over the referee. The ref's leg is buggered. Uh, just the way he's going about it, I don't think that it is a work. I think the ref, <laughs> the ref like legit buggered up his leg on that spot. Um, though I do have a doubt at the moment because LA Park hits a big power slam and we get one to oh my leg my leg hurts i cannot complete the count the old nick patrick spot oh park gets mad at that beats the referee with the cookie sheet and i applaud that because you know someone's got to teach a lesson to those biased referees and it might as well be la park the destroyer Unfortunately, while this is going down, Sammy Callahan hits a low blow, gets a two count for that. Uh, uh, Callahan goes for, for uh, looks like what's well, going to be a power bomb into the stack of chairs. Uh, but due to various finaglings and counters, we get a big spear by LA Park into the chairs for one, two, three. Winner of the match, the destroyer of Promotiones Dorada. L.A. Park, and crazy weird match that was. Uh, just it was rather slow paced, which nothing terribly wrong with that. And then just things kind of got weird there at the end with like the whole ref situation. Like it seemed legit, and then he pulls the Nick Patrick thing. So like I I don't know what was up with that, but you know he got to eat a cookie sheet for his efforts. So I applaud that sort of situation. Um. But otherwise, like, I mean, it was uh, an alright show. I Obviously, I mean, in my opinion, it's probably not one of the stronger shows MLW put out. I mean, granted, this was, you know, two years ago. And they were really hyping up the Super Fight event that was coming up. And in addition to a special live edition of Fusion that was coming up also that weekend as well. Uh, so, you know, they were really driving home the point that we should watch that. But in the meanwhile, like, there wasn't a whole lot... I feel to really draw eyes to make me want to watch the super fight event. If I didn't already know what was going on, like obviously I'm a fan of MLW, like sweet Tom Lawler and Loki. That's going to be a great match, but like they didn't do a whole lot to continue storylines leading up into the mat, into the super fight card. So that kind of like, Mwah. and so if that was my first time watching MLW, I just like, eh, I, why should I watch super fight? This was kind of, this wasn't all that impressive overall. Uh, but again, 
not to focus on the negatives. I mean, focusing on the positives, of course. A real interesting time in MLW with all these folks kind of coming in and out. Uh, and, of course, we're seeing the ascension of Filthy Tom Lawler to the top of the card, of course. Um, and then, of course, it just makes me happy to see L.A. Park regardless of like how good the match may or may not be uh, and it had some fun spots in it and just once again we see the return of hamburger chest man and ouch ouch all the way ladies and gentlemen so speaking of ouches we're gonna tear the band-aid off i'm gonna take off the show's over uh, at least fusion was over which usually means i need to wind this thing down stay tuned get the plugs in i appreciate every listen i get uh, so please rate, rate, review, subscribe, depending on whichever you know service you use. And otherwise, I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to MLW Confusion. MLW Confusion is written and narrated by Rob Kammer, but is not affiliated with Major League Wrestling. The opening theme is written and performed by Rob Kammer, and what you are listening to right now is Ruined My Day by Alan L. Schroeder. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Also, be sure to tell your friends, family, and enemies about the show. Word of mouth is very important to us small businesses. You can also get up to date with the thoughts and ramblings at the social media at the links in the description. If you'd like to support monetarily and help out, and upgrade our equipment too, by the way, you can in the following ways. First, our virtual tip jar is at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. That is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. Or, for more bang for your buck, join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Casanova. For as little as $1 a month, you can get access to MLW Confusion early and ad-free, plus get weekly exclusive goodies. So be like the OGs, Maverick45 and Alan Schroeder, and check that out! Also, for your energy, sleep, and workout needs, check out repsports.com and use the coupon code CAS at checkout to get 15% off your order.